Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman. We welcome contortionist Ricardo Sosa, part of Cirque Italia, debuting here in South Florida from February 9th all the way to the 18th. And professional wrestler of CCW, Johnny Walker, who will be taking on Al Snow February 10th, joins us right here on the program to talk about his career, how he got started, and more. This Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Lido, Surgeon, go. Lido, go. Go, Lido. GNC, we're go. Down here, go. Control, go. Go, go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Cover, go. Capcom, we're go. Lido. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone. Hopefully, uh, everyone enjoyed their Super Bowl Sunday. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, host of The Roman Show. George Alonso uh, is on break. Welcome to another episode. As uh, you mentioned early on in the beginning of the program, we will welcome Ricardo Sosa. He's a contortionist. For Cirque Italia, debuting in North Miami from February 9th all the way to the 18th. This circus, they're going to have some extraordinary performances, something that we've really never seen before, and you can see it for yourself at Cirque Italia in North Miami. You can get more details uh, on our website, theromanshow.com, on how to get your tickets to this great circus. In fact, the circus will be around for February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. So it would make a great Valentine's date. And Johnny Walker, no, not the drink, but Johnny Walker, the wrestler, will be joining us here to talk about the upcoming CCW event, Breaking Chains in Coral Springs, Florida, February 10th. The Roman Show will be out there in full gear, and it is the return of Celeste Bonin, a.k.a. former WWE Divas champion, Caitlin. After four years, she returns to the squared circle. She's been training with Pablo Marquez, and it's the first time we see her in action. We don't know what's going to happen after this, but you got to get your tickets. CoastalChampionshipWrestling.com forward slash tickets is the website you need to visit to get your tickets. And uh, they start as 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 cheap as $10. So get your tickets right now. To see that great event on uh, January, on January, I'm, I'm still back in the past, on February 10th. And Titan FC is next Friday. And boy, do they have a great, phenomenal card there. The champ champ, Jose Shorty Torres, will be in action. Um, Eddie Ballart, former um, Olympian for the wrestling Cuban team, will be in action against Juan Puerta, which Puerta will be on the Roman show next week to talk about his fight. Uh, Colin Luberts, he is a up-and-coming fighter. He has a record of 1-0. He'll be taking on his opponent, who is also undefeated with a 1-0 record. You can see that interview of Colin on theromanshow.com right now as it's available for you to see. Okay, so when I get some notes out of the way here, make sure to visit theromanshow.com for any information that you want about the program. And we have articles. We have tons of interviews. Theromanshow.com uploaded on a weekly basis. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash rroman0201 to check out the latest and greatest uh, video interviews that we have available. And of course, on our website, we have the podcast and uh, the articles. Now, everyone wants to get in shape for the new year 2018. I know we're already in February. Listen, Super Bowl's over with. No time for drinking. No time for eating any uh, chicken wings. You can lose the weight. Now is the time. Especially if you want to date. I know it's few days away from Valentine's Day, but heck, why, why, why not now, right? Just head yourself to the gym. Will you? I invite you to go to Fight Club Indoral. They are located uh, right there on 12th, or, uh, 12th Avenue, uh, 12th Street, sorry, right next to the Walmart Championship Center, right, right close to it. And Fight Club Doral offers a great opportunity for you to lose weight. They have all these great phenomenal classes from boxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, CrossFit, and so much more. But in order for you to get there and get a little taste for free on the house, courtesy of the Roman Show, 
I invite you to call 786-222-8051 and reach out to Henry Morales. 786-222-8051. Tell him, tell Henry that the Roman show sent you and you will get a free one-day pass to enjoy some of the great classes that they have from clown aesthetics, cross-training, spinning, jiu-jitsu, and so much more. So head on over to the Roman website in case you missed it, but I'll I'll say it right here once again. Head up Henry Morales, 786-222-8051, and you can get your one-day guest pass at Fight Club. Trust me, you'll thank me later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead now and talk a little pro wrestling action here coming up next on Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, the big news, right? The big news. Well, for us, the big news here. Corey Graves and Booker T. We don't know if this is a word, but Booker T came on and said on his podcast that the reason why he's no longer on Monday Night Raw is because of Corey Graves. And if, quote-unquote, if Booker were to catch Corey Graves out on the street, well, you might have to lay the smack down if you know what I'm talking about. And then Corey Graves posted a very cryptic message as well on Twitter, basically calling out Booker T. Booker T is still working with the WWE. He's not appearing on Monday Night Raw. But at the same time, it's just so hard to read. We don't really know if it's a shoot or not. But if it is, it seems to be he's, he's a bit bitter with Corey Graves. And I, I sense it. I, looking at Monday Night Raw when Booker T was on, him and Corey Graves would take some jobs at each other. But again, was it real? We don't know. But I'll tell you this much. Booker T is not one to cry and go to the boss's uh, office and start whining and complaining. No, he'll take matters into his, into his old hands. Uh, of course, Corey Graves is not meant to wrestle anymore. In fact, he had to retire from uh, wrestling action because of some injuries. And Booker T, well, he could probably still go, but quite interesting of, of beef we got between Corey Graves and Booker T. I'd like to get your opinion to see what your thoughts is. And if, if there was really a true one-on-one action here, who do you think will take, who do you think come out on top, Booker T or Corey Graves? Shoot us an email with your response, info at theromanshow.com. Rey Mysterio returned to the WWE last month at the Royal Rumble. People want to see him. They want to see him back in the WWE. And there was an image or a picture on Instagram that it was him and the phenomenal one AJ Styles. Now, wouldn't that be a dream match? Imagine setting that match up for next year's WrestleMania. I know we got Shinsuke Nakamura now versus AJ this year, but imagine Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles. Now you might say Rey Mysterio is not at his prime. Okay, I get it. But the man can still go. I know he's in his 40s already, but trust me, Rey Mysterio can go. You saw it, point blank, at the Royal Rumble. That, move, that man still moves like a cat. He hasn't lost a beat, and in fact, he looks in better shape. He's not pudgy. Uh, he's not really big muscular or whatnot. He's in great shape, and you can tell. So why not see Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, perhaps one day in a dream match? We would love to see that happen uh, one time in the WWE Universe. Hey, and kudos to us. Matt Hardy now owns the right to the broken gimmick, so that means that we will be seeing the broken one broken Matt Hardy on WWE and he also claimed a brother Nero gimmick as well so we could see uh, broken Matt Hardy and brother Nero once again come united which is really quite cool because uh, you could have gone away with a woken gimmick but it's just something about the broken gimmick that really sets it apart so looking forward to that happening very very soon okay coming up next we are going to welcome 52-year-old contortionist Ricardo Sosa. The Cuban-born performer will be in North Miami starting this weekend and performing for Cirque Italia starting on February 9th and ending on February 18th. 
52 years old, doing some incredible moves. This by far is this guy's a legend, and and not only is is he mesmerizing the public with his movement and his flexibility. This man has performed for people like great leaders such as Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela, and the current president, Donald Trump, and so much more. Can you believe that performing in front of Nelson Mandela in South Africa on his birthday? Well. Listen to the interview coming up next, followed by Johnny Walker, who will be taking on the legendary ECW legend Al Snow. He was also part of Impact Wrestling and, of course, WWE. But Al Snow had a very, very uh, good role or very significant role in Impact Wrestling as he trained many of the professional wrestlers. And and I've spoken to Al Snow uh, many times. And, And this is a guy... That once you speak to him, you sense that respect. It's like reminds me of my good old old school football coach. That just with one eye, just 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 looking at his eye, just you you can't talk to him as hey, what's up, man? What's up, dude? No, yes sir, no sir. And that's the type of vibe that Al Snow gives you. And Al Snow actually will be having a seminar on February 9th, that that Friday prior to the show at the main event training center. And Johnny Walker will go ahead and explain more details about how to get your ticket information and purchase your tickets for the seminar. So coming up next, Ricardo Sosa and Johnny Walker, not the drink, on The Roman Show. South Florida's biggest rock experience has returned at Monster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Five Finger Death Punch. Godsmack. Shut down. Breaking Benjamin. Also featuring Stone Sour, Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilot, Hollywood Undead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Premium, Hatebreed, and more. Monster Energy Sport Rock at Markham Park. Peaceful days, great food, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to FortRockFestival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. Now, here's a great opportunity for family entertainment. Surf Italia will make its debut here in South Florida in North Miami. 1860 Northeast 123rd Street. It's right across the street from LA Fitness the Gym. You can visit them, surfitalia.com forward slash tickets to get your tickets. They start as cheap as $10, and it goes all the way to $50. Very affordable. And they're going to be here from... February 9th all the way until February 18th. Plenty of days to come watch the performances of these great uh, actors, comedians, etc. And including on February 14th. It was a great time to take uh, your date or significant other uh, and watch a great circus. So on the line right now, we have uh, the true honor to have this young young gentleman, originally from Cuba, but lived in Miami, Ricardo Sosa. He is a contortionist. And Ricardo, quite amazing. Uh, You're 52 years old. You're a contortionist. When you think of uh, individuals bending themselves in really uh, unbelievable ways, you think of 16-year-olds, 20-year-olds. But you, you're 52, and you're going strong. Congratulations for that. Oh, thank you, Rolfo. You know, uh, uh, people sometimes say it's quite uh, amazing, but to me, I think it's all about discipline, you know, and dedication to be respectful with yourself. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, some other thing is if you do what you love, you know, nothing is sacrificed. It's, it's, it's all about love. And that's what I feel when I'm going to perform. Yeah. So, so, Ricardo, how, how long have you been doing this? Tell me a little history, a little background, how you got started in becoming a contortionist uh, in Cuba. Did you start in Cuba doing this? Yes, I am. Uh, well, I started when I was... Uh, I was 70 years old when I started uh, enrolling in the circus school, but before I was in uh, ballet school, and I was for a few years in ballet school, and after that, I enrolled with the uh, circus school, and I'm back in 1983, and I graduated in 1987. Uh, from that time, <clears throat> I've been 
uh, you know, performing in many different places in my country. And uh, uh, last place where I performed in Cuba was um, uh, Tropicana. Mm. And from that, I, I I went out outside the Cuba, and after that, I escaped from Cuba. It was uh, back in 1994. And from that time, that's what I I think that my career started outside Cuba in a professional way, you know. Uh, like I always say, uh, it, it was my beginning. So, so you started in Cuba. Uh, like I, your mentor, you were taught over there. And, I, and, I, can, yeah. and correct me if I'm wrong. I understand that your your teacher, your first teacher, the one who taught you, is still around. He's like in, in his 80s, and he's still doing this. Well, my my teacher it was uh, 52 years old when I was started, and wow. uh, that's the age that I am right now. And at that time. I remember he was doing a lot of crazy thing, and to me, I was 70 years old, and I was thinking that how could he can do it, all this thing at his age, and not even, you know, it was a Russian guy, and now, after all those years, I look at myself and I say, well, I, I've been learning from him, you know, all the discipline that he put in on me, and the respect uh, you know, I, I took it from him, you know, and I learned from him too. And now I, I see myself doing it, and I say, well, it's, uh, it, I looking back and I say, well, it's far away, but I still doing it. You know, I feel strong in it, and I try to keep as long as God let me do it. Is, and is he, is he still around? Is he still still alive? Well, uh, uh, now he's uh, he's retired. Uh, Ten years ago, he was retired. Uh, he was in Russia, and I was connected with him. And he was uh, too old, and uh, you know, he was not doing nothing. But he was teaching. He was continued to teach just a few selected students because uh, he was those kind of teacher that he don't take a, every student. He just choose uh, based on on the uh, discipline and respect and uh, body con uh, body uh, conditioning and he was the tough teacher and he was to get uh beyond his student it was really really uh selectable for 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 him and also for the school too and so yeah. you you, and, uh, you met him in in, uh, in cuba and then he was living yeah. out there and teaching um students yeah. or whatnot now, was yeah. this, is, is this in high school or middle school or just on your own terms? No, it was on the, um, uh, we call in Cuba, just like after we we, we finished the high school, uh, we enrolled on the circus school. Uh, it was, uh, I don't know how to call it here, but uh, it was after high school. Yeah. Wonderful. So... You, you're still doing this. Tell me a little bit about your career. You're now working with Circuit Italia, but prior to that, you said you came from Cuba. You did a couple of circuits out there, and then you came to the States. Uh, what are some of the companies that you've worked for in, in your career? Well, I, I've been working for... Um, and, uh, I worked at... Uh, my first time when I came to America, I worked with one of the great... Uh, a circus here, uh, history. They have a they call Carson and Barney Circus. Mm. It's a circus. They have a five ring. Uh, that's the circus they they uh, provide my uh, working visa. I was in Mexico, and they they provided my working visa in that time because it was really hard for any Cuban uh, coming legal to perform in a, uh, this country. So four years ago, um, in Mar a Lago, and so you basically performed for him twice. And in Universal yes. Circus, you were there, uh, and um, the the Barnum uh, Circus as well. That's what that's basically in your career. Yeah, and and uh, and uh, for Circus Italia, I, I've been performing. Uh, um, last year, a friend of my, uh, uh, Cuban, uh, worked a circus. He just introduced me to uh, Manuel uh, Rebecca, the owner of Circus Italia, and I just. Uh, enrolling with certain people for just uh, one week and he just liked my performance and I'm really proud and honored to uh, be performing on this 
great and amazing and beautiful show that everybody has to take the chance to come to Miami and see this unbelievable show because it is not all the circus in U.S. like this circus. This circus is so amazing and beautiful. It's mesmerizing for all the audience that we performed last year. They was so amazing about the show. And tell me about and that because it's it's a water circus. So what what is it about the water? Are we thinking like Cirque du Soleil? Oh, what can people expect at the show? It is, it is not like a Cirque du Soleil uh, uh, show. It's all completely different circus. It's a uh, it is on the water. It's a water fountain. It's a water uh, water effect and everything. You know, it's 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 like a. Um, you perform on the water, but uh, you dominate exactly in the water. It, it is the fantasize of, mm-hmm. of being inside the water. And with the water, they do it, they continue, they do a different shape, and they give a completely different view of the presentation of circus performance. Uh, for me, uh, I never saw anything like this on, on circus. It was the first time I saw here in America. Uh, a kind of show like this because before it was uh, some some other uh, water show but it was not to the level that this show happened. The show, the level that this show happened is unbelievable. It's completely amazing. People have to come to see the show. Right, and it's very affordable. Tickets starting at $10 all the way to 50 uh, and again, the circus will be running from February 9th all the way to February 18th. 1860 Northeast uh, 123rd Street in North Miami. It's across the street from LA Fitness. CircuitItalia.com forward slash tickets is the website. So really quite amazing. I mean, you've had a great career. Um, individual performance for, for President Trump. Uh, traveled all over the world. So how, how do you maintain in, in shape? How do you well, train? I've Tell performed, us. Hmm? Well, I've, I've been performing uh, uh, in invited to perform in 2001 to Nelson Mandela on wow. South Africa on his birthday, wow. and also I've been performing for um, on the show in 2004. I was invited to perform in on Gladys Knight show wow. in Flamingo Hotel in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been performing from so many different celebrity celebrity and wow, what can I say? Uh, I really been doing in all my 30 years career a lot of things and I've been performing in Europe best variety show in Germany and all over Europe and China Japan wow. I've been traveled a lot so for Mandela did you go to South Africa and perform from him there yeah wow. yeah uh, I was in South Africa with the whole show and uh, the one thing that was uh, really touched me uh, because just I'm Cuban and, and I always know the, a little history about uh, South Africa and Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. and for me to have the opportunity to perform for that great leader, you know, uh, in his country, you know, his birthday, right. it was for me so uh, unbelievable. For me, it was uh, really touching. Wow, Ricardo. Well, thank uh, you so much for sharing your story. Story quite uh, amazing. Really, really amazing. Oh, so, CircuitItalia.com forward slash tickets is the website to get your tickets. 1860 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Across the street from LA Fitness. Come watch Ricardo Sosa and the rest of the group. It's going to be a great circus. Something that, well, you've probably never seen here in South Florida. So, you're welcome to come and see it for yourselves. Well, thank you so much, Ricardo. And we look forward to seeing you performing on Feb- starting February 9th. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rodolfo. And uh, all the people in Miami, come to see Cirque Italia. It's a great location for great circus in North Miami Beach. Thank you. South Florida's biggest rock experience has been heard. Monster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Anya Osborne. Five Finger Death Punch. I can't deny. Got Smack. Shut down. Breaking Benjamin. Tell me how it is. 
Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilots, Hollywood Undead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Trivium, Hatebreed, and more. Monster Energy Sport Rock at Markham Park, Peaceful Days, Great Food, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to FortRockFestival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show, and the time is here, February 10th, this Saturday. CCW will host its first show of 2018, and boy, do they have a great one. They're going to feature some phenomenal names, even with the return. The return of, well, Celeste Bonin, will, formerly known as Caitlin, and Al Snow will also be part of that. You remember him, ECW legend, also the trainer for Impact Wrestling, wrestling uh, wrestler as well for the company, and uh, also took part in WWE and Super Crazy, another ECW face that we remember. He's coming to South Florida, part of the big CCW event, Breaking Chains, taking place at Coral Springs Charter School, 3205 North University Drive in Coral Springs. And this gentleman right here that we have on the line, Johnny Walker, joins us on the line to talk about the great event taking place this weekend. He's going to actually be taking out snow. How you doing, man? How you, how you doing, Johnny? I am wonderful, and thank you for having me on your show, and it is absolutely your pleasure to have the magnificent one, Johnny Walker, on the air with you right now. Are we going to have some Johnny Walker, are we have this conversation too at the same time? I had to do of it. Of course, of course. <laughs> I had to do it. Johnny, uh, this is just uh, by far uh, to start off the show, CCW, to start off the year, uh, is definitely starting off with a bang. Uh, something that I've seen CCW do, a lot of promotion, uh, getting the word out, uh, the conformity known as Caitlin out there. I mean, this 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 this, this show in itself is uh, we're expecting a lot of people. Tell me a little bit about it and the buzz in the locker room and over at TCW, the the main event training center. Listen, let, let's talk about this and be truthful about exactly what it is. CCW is by far one of the best promotions down here in South Florida, if not the best. We put on a show back in December mm-hmm. that set record numbers for the Coral Springs Charter School and by far outmatched everybody else that runs a promotion down here. Now we're looking to top those numbers, and it's, 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 it's impossible to believe that we can. With greats, with WWE greats and, and, and ECW great Al Snow involved in this show, and the most important person in this show, former WWE champion, uh, women's champion, Davis champion, Celeste Bonin, formerly known as Caitlin. I can't even begin to explain the excitement in the locker room over this show, the excitement with the buzz that we're getting from fans that are hitting all of us, all of the CCW stars up on our Facebook pages, on our Instagram pages, the excitement that we have to be in the locker room with these two great stars. And just, it, it's, this is going to be the show of all shows for South Florida. I am 100% in belief that there will be no other promotion that's even going to come anywhere near touching this event this year. And Johnny, one thing about this event is that when you look at it, it's not really for the locals. It, it's got an attention from all over the country because of the return of, uh, of Caitlin. Oh, her social media has gone crazy since she announced first that she was even training. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that she got, you know, she got involved with us at the main event training center and started training with us, and just, you know, she put that on social media, hey, after four years, I'm back, I'm bumping, I'm training. Her social media went through the roof. Then a month and a half ago, when, when the announcement came out that she was going to do this show, I mean, we're expecting eyes from everywhere all over the country to show up for this show. This, this is not just a South Florida thing for us, or, or even a Florida thing. You know, we're looking at having people from all over the country come out, because she has a diehard fan base. And I guarantee you there are people buying plane tickets and making plans to come from wherever they are in the country to see this show. Because there's no guarantee that she's going to do any shows after this. There's no guarantee that she's even looking to make a large-scale comeback. You know, she herself has said she was training just for the sake of training because she loved the sport. And agreed to do the show and wanted to do the show just to put herself, you know, back into the fire one more time. But she has made no long-term plans. So this could be a one-off. Wow. So for anybody out there that wants to see her, this may be the only opportunity. And Johnny, with, with, with so much buzz that this event is getting, 
uh, any chances if, if you're not in Florida and you're unable to, to get on a plane and come down here, is this going to be streamed online somewhere? You can check us out at CoastalChampionshipWrestling.com. There will be information there involving what potentially could be a web broadcast. I know that the powers that be over at the company are still trying to work out the details, but it's definitely something that we've looked into. Any updates, any information about it would be on the website, www.coastalchampionshipwrestling.com or on our Facebook page, coastalchampionshipwrestling.com also. Now, Johnny, let's talk about you. You're taking Al Snow, a legend. You know, anytime this guy's going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, and we're talking about Al Snow because of the respect that he has uh, in the game, uh, in the pro wrestling, as a, as, a, as a professional, as a trainer, as a wrestler. How does it feel to get in the ring with this man? Listen, let, let's put this in perspective for what it really is. I take nothing away from Al Snow as one of the all-time great competitors. This man has had a storied career for the better part of 30 years. He's done it all. His resume is complete. There's nothing more he could do. He's been a trainer. He's been a superstar. He's done seminars. He's done held championships. There's nothing else this man could possibly do. So why bother? CCW keeps throwing these over-the-hill has-beens at me. People, I'm Johnny Walker. I'm magnificent. I'm the best that Florida has to offer, if not maybe the country. And the powers of being at this company keep choosing to disrespect me by throwing me in the ring with these over-the-hill has-beens holding on to what glory they once might have had. I got no problem taking on Al Snow. And believe me, I have all the respect in the world for this man. As I said, he has done it all. I believe in his ability. I believe in his knowledge. I believe in anything this man can bring to the ring. But I also believe he's past his prime. His day has come and gone. So why bother stepping into the ring with somebody as truly magnificent as myself? I don't understand why he agreed to it. I'm not sure what he wants out of it, but I'm glad he's going to be here. It's just another opportunity for me to show how great I am and to once again put these old-timers to bed where they belong. Hey. That being said, am I looking forward to this? I absolutely am. Again, it's another opportunity for me to step into the ring with some of the greats. I've been there before. I've wrestled, you know, I've been in the ring with Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I was just recently in a tag team battle against the Hurricane, right. which unfortunately didn't go my way, but such are the qualms of life. And now I get to step into the ring with another former great. I use the word former, former. He was, I am. End of story. Nice. You definitely talk about your magnificence that you carry. I see that uh, you're putting your heart to work here in the gym. Tell us a little bit about your, your training regimen and, and working over there at the main event training center. You've been there for two years. Uh, that's your home base. That's your school. And, of course, working for CCW. So tell us about that background that possibly we don't get to see as much other than the pictures we see on social media, of course. Well, let's throw a little shocking news out there. Johnny Walker is 44 years old. Wow. Believe it or not, wow. I turned 45 in October of this year. I decided to get into this sport at the age of 42. Now, that's not the sad thought about it my whole life. But life takes you down other courses and roads. But at 42, I was in a position, hey, you know what, let's knock some stuff off the bucket list. And I am still great. I decided I wanted to try it out. I joined up with the Main Event Training Center after extensive research into the schools and what was available and, and, and you know, really looking into where was I going to get the best bang for my buck and where was I going to get the best training for my time. And the Main Event Training Center is what stuck out to me. The minute I walked in the doors, I knew I'd chosen the right place. Our head trainer and owner, Pablo Marquez, I'm sure all of you diehard fans are very well aware of who Pablo is, WWE, WWF, ECW, uh, he's traveled all over the world, worked with thousands of promotions. One of the unsung great wrestlers of this generation is our head trainer, opened, took me in with open arms, even at my age, and said, hey, come on in, let's do something. Gave me the opportunity to show him what I could do and began to teach me what I needed to know and did a wonderful job because two years later, here I am getting into the ring with some of the greats, and here I am getting into the ring with these young kids and I'm holding my own and I'm doing a hell of a job. Now, what do I do? I train two, three days a week at the training center. Even after two years, I'm still there. 
I'm still honing my skills. I'm still, and, and you know what's great about it at this point, I'm also working with some of the new kids coming in, mm -hmm. helping them to learn the basics. On top of that, I'm cardio, 45 minutes every day. I get up, I'm on the treadmill, I'm on the elliptical, I'm banging it out. A couple hours later, I'm back in the gym. I'm doing high repetitions, big sets, sometimes heavy weights, it depends. But I stay in shape, I stay hungry, I stay strong. I eat properly, I hit the weights hard, I hit the cardio hard, and I train hard at the training center. It's the only way that you're ever going to be great at this sport. There are those who dream and there are those that do. The doers are the ones that are gonna get there. I've been a doer my whole life. So John, you're saying at 42 you walked into the gym, but prior to that, did you have any experience in other sports or athletics? In my younger years, I was a boxer, amateur and professional. Uh, I had done some cage fighting um, in my early 20s before it was known as MMA. Mm -hmm. It was just called cage fighting back in the day. That goes to show you how old I am. I just dated myself again. <laughs> um, and I've been an athletic person my whole life. I went into the business environment uh, in my early 20s and through my 30s. You know, I went for the money uh, instead of the glory. Uh, so I spent a lot of my years in the business world. But yes, I've been very athletic my whole life and in my younger years definitely involved in athletics uh, at many different levels. Well, I mean, looking at that, what you just informed us of, I mean, that diet in itself is pretty motivational to anyone out there that possibly, you know, wanted to become a wrestler, but maybe afraid or had some other things in the way. But you yourself just probably just gave that person, that young man or woman in his 40s that want to go to the main event training center and become a wrestler. Listen, we're there. We're there Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, Sundays. Hell, give us a call. We'll open up on a day we're not even open. I got a set of keys in my back pocket. I open up the doors on off days just for the fun of opening them up and going there and training. I'm always looking. We're always looking. The main event training center wants new faces. We want more people. For us, it's about carrying on the legacy of professional wrestling. It's about carrying on just, just everything about it. You know, the young kids are going to be the future. I hate to say it. I'm already an old man in this sport. I'm already over the hill, although I'm better than everybody else. <laughs> my days are numbered. So we need these young kids to come in. And let me tell you this too. It's not just about learning how to wrestle. We're a family environment at the Main Event Training Center. And, and I say this sincerely. We all hang out together. We all do things together. We all travel together. You know, we've got some kids that pick this up in a heartbeat. We've got other kids that have a really, really hard time with it. We love everybody equally. We all go to dinner every night after we train. You know, this, is, this isn't just about, hey, come in and learn how to wrestle. This, for some people, becomes a lifestyle. You know, we become the friends that you hang out with. We become uh, your little cult, in a way. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's for all age groups. I'm 44. One of the youngest people that we have at the school right now is only 15 years old. This kid started about the same time that I did. He was very young. We weren't able to put him in shows, but we were able to allow him to come and train. He's absolutely phenomenal athlete. But this young kid has become like my adopted son or my adopted brother. He calls me all the time. We talk all the time. We train together. I give him advice about school. I give him advice about girls. I probably shouldn't be saying that online. But, you know, and this, I'm just trying to prove the point that it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, how old you are. You know, we always, we take people in. We want you to be a part of us, to be a part of our family. We want you to learn. And that's not to say we're not tough. Pablo's tough. Man, I've been yelled at and screamed at by him some days. Other days, hey, you're great, you're wonderful. Next day, you suck, what are you doing? I told you this before. You know, but that's how you learn. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we all love each other. We all want to be part of something. We all enjoy being there together. We look forward to going to training. Uh, we look forward to being together. We look forward to learning more and more about wrestling. Uh, in all aspects of it. That's what we get there at the Man Event Training Center. Well, Giant, thank you so much for sharing your story, and we look to seeing you in action against Al Snow February 10th. And February 9th, Al Snow will have a uh, seminar at the Main Event Training Center, and they can check out the same website for information on that, right, Johnny? Absolutely. It's, it's open to anybody who wants to come. It's $25 per person. Seminar is going to start about 7 o'clock. You can get the address and any other information. Plus, you can buy your tickets online for that mm -hmm. at CoastalChampionshipWrestling.com. There you go. And the CTW once again taking place February 10th. Come watch the return of Celeste Bond, formerly known as Caitlin. 
Al Snow, Super Crazy, of course, my man Johnny Walker, and a whole lot more. Check out CCW Breaking Chains, February 10th, Coral Springs Charter School. We will see you there. 3205 North University Drive. Thanks again, Johnny. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Come on out. See us on February 10th. Come see the great one, the magnificent one, the most unbelievably sexy man in all of CCW history. Take on Al Snow and his buddy Head, which I'm sure he's going to bring along. And when it's all said and done, there's only one question that needs to be answered, and you got to ask it of yourself, and that's, who's your daddy, baby? Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown! Welcome back, everyone. I hope to see everyone out there at Cirque Italia. Get your tickets and at TCW's event on February 10th. Plenty to do here in South Florida this weekend and for the next. And again, that Cirque Italia would make a hell of a Valentine's date. Trust me, you'll thank me later. It's romantic. They got the performances. Can't beat that. So make sure you get your tickets. And... If you feel guilty about, you know, I'm going to take it out for... Listen, get yourself the ticket to CCW on Saturday. And that's your manly thing to do. You could have your bromance on Saturday. And then have your romance on a Wednesday, February 14th. When you head out to Cirque Italia. Alright, so. I'm going to put out some stuff here. We got some um, new information coming out now. Uh, regarding... Uh, Killswitch Engage. Killswitch Engage, which will be part of uh, Fort Rock, actually. Very excited for that. They're working on some new music. In fact, they hope to complete their album in the summer of this year. This is the follow-up to 2016's Incarnate, um, which will actually mark the band's third full-length effort uh, since the return of vocalist Jesse Leach. So looking forward to that kill switch engage with some new music. Of course, the band bringing the best of the best. Hailstorm also is going is set to release an album sometime this year and they just released a uh, new music. They just released a new song, a debut song, Black Vultures, which is available right now uh, on your streaming service. So make sure to check that out on uh, Spotify or your preferred streaming service. So you can listen to your heavy metal music. And now the Smashing Pumpkins. They're getting back together. This according to a uh, recent photo shoot. I understand that Billy Corgan is very uh, focused on purchasing NWA. Which we don't know too much of it. But we understand that he really wants to get that wrestling league going. But yep, according to the Pulse of Radio. The Smashing Pumpkins uh, did a photo shoot. And confirming that mostly the original line about the band is returning sometime this year. So look forward to seeing the original Smashing Pumpkins out there on the road sometime this year or next. Talk some MMA. Seems that uh, PFL or WSOF champion, well PFL used to be known as World Series of Fighting. John Fitch, who also used to be part of the UFC has announced that he is no longer working with PFL and is now speaking to Scott Coker in regards to working with Bellator. This was stated on a YouTube post on February 2nd. John Fitch, do you remember, who has a very memorable and legendary fight with Georgia St. Pierre, a UFC fighter. And now, John Fitch is 39 years old. Now, all due respect to John Fitch, 39-year-old... You're pushing the the card here. Uh, how much time do we have left? I know some folks uh, really try to push themselves. Randy Couture was one of them, but he was an exception to the rule as he started his fighting career late, in about his 30s. So he had some more longevity in the sport. But John Fish has been doing this for quite some time. So let's see if uh, Bellator picks him up. Bellator seems to be picking up some of the the vets of the sport, as you see with the heavyweight tournament they're having uh, over the weekend of course we saw the UFC in Belém, Brazil and Priscilla Cocheira versus Valentina Shemchenko 
was basically the talk of the night because referee Mario Yamasaki, now what many people believe, let this fight go on too long. Valentina was basically destroying Priscilla. And in many times, even the commentator was saying, let it go. That's it. Stop it. And it's true. I, I personally saw the fight. Priscilla was tapping out. She really was tapping out. Somehow, some way, Mario Yamasaki didn't see it. I don't know how because you can clearly see that her hand is tapping. And Yamasaki is right there looking at the hand. Yeah, he refused to do anything. He did put out a response saying that he understands the situation. He wishes he would have stopped the fight when he saw the tapping. But he let her go because she's a true warrior. Blah, 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 blah. Dana White also posted an Instagram post stating that, listen, if it was him, if it was up to him, he won't have Mary Yamasaki referee another fight in the UFC. But Yamasaki has done this over and over and over again. It's not the first time. His officiating really needs to be dissected or, or studied because it's not the first time this guy does some, some really uncalled for uh, you know, cause. I know we lost John McCarthy because Joe McCarthy now is a commentator for Bellator, although he did say that he's not quitting refereeing. But maybe since Joe McCarthy, John McCarthy is basically one of the pioneers of mixed martial arts refereeing, should perhaps have a word with a Yamasaki or the commission to have a word with Yamasaki. Uh, give this guy a lesson. I know that officials have it hard sometimes at making decisions. But boy... How many mistakes are you going to make? Someone could really get injured out there. I'd like to get your opinion on Mario Yamasaki. Should he be allowed to referee another MMA fight? Not just in UFC. Anywhere else? Shoot us your opinion. Info at theromanshow.com Lyoto Mishida defeated his opponent this past weekend. By split decision, and soon after, he called out one another than Michael Bisping, the former champion. According to Mishida, he said that this fight should have happened quite some time, a long time ago. I agree, I, I, I like the fight. Two guys, two vets. Bisping, of course, a little bit ahead in the rankings as he was a champion. He just recently lost to Gelvin Gastelum, but at the same time, he took the fight on a short notice, right after losing uh, his title to Georgia St. Pierre. But Mashida, and I know he won this fight. Many have it actually the other way around. But these two, and we've heard Bisping saying that perhaps his next fight will be the last. I'm going to have some sort of a retirement fight between these two. Both of these champions have done enough for the sport. And how much can you really go up there? You know, How much can you really push yourself? How much can you really excite and Mashida is not the Mashida that he was back then. And I think one thing, in my opinion, is that he never really evolved. He stayed to the same technique, and people have figured it out. I'd like to get your opinion on that one, too. Info at theromanshow.com. Should, should Mashida have that been his last fight, retire in his hometown? Just, boom, throw your gloves out there, finish it? Or should we see that Bisping versus the other Mashida fight? Why not? Call it quits after that. Winner leaves the octagon. I mean, winner, loser leaves the octagon. Never to return again. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in this week on The Roman Show. We'd like to thank you again. We're always live, theromanshow.com, on our Twitter account, at The Roman Show, and on Instagram and Facebook, Roman Show Media. And on YouTube, Roman 201 Follow up with us. Subscribe to our channel. Again, we will be having some new video interviews posted out there. And don't be the last one to watch the damn interview. Get yourself out there, please. And kudos, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles for defeating the New England Patriots. What a great Super Bowl. You know, it really left us to the end of the game to really see who was going to win. And let me tell you, Brady could have really somehow, some way, could have figured out that Hail Mary and get that touchdown. That's why I didn't I didn't throw in my um my bet towards mid of uh, what half half middle left into the, the game because Tom Brady <laughs> Tom Brady's Tom Grady. I know people don't like him for the way that 
some of his um, past experiences with the Flake Gate and all these other things that he's done. But you got to admit, he is a GOAT. The guy has done so many incredible comebacks. He steps up to the plate and really looking forward to what the future holds for the New England Patriots. Will Bill Belichick return? Will Brady return? I understand he wants to play for until he's like about 45 or 42 or in his 40s. But the question is, will Bill Belichick return? I know that according to an ESPN article out there, they weren't seeing eye to eye because of some training or so forth. So really looking forward to see what's going to happen next year. And we might not see the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl next year. It's going to be an interesting NFL season next year now that the, the XFL is on its way. What do you guys think about that? Vince McMahon stating that he's bringing back the XFL. Do you really want to see this? They've posted some potential cities that uh, are going to have teams. But I mean, you can't compete against the monster of your NFL. You just really can't. It's great that we have a football season or another football season after the Super Bowl. I think it's a great idea. It gives us something to watch. But the NFL is the NFL. You know, they are who they are. That's why the league has been around for so long. It's an interesting concept. You know, I know it happened back in 2000 and everyone was cool with some of the cool, different rules that they had. But maybe it does go the way that Vince McMahon wants it to go this year. We'll have to just keep an eye on it when the, the, late, the, the league debuts in, uh, what, 2020? So keep an eye on that front. And interesting enough, during the Super Bowl, they were tweeting about some of the rules because they say that their rules are going to differ just a bit. It's going to make football more understandable. They were tweeting all this information throughout the Super Bowl. And we'll see as far as the XFL and what they can do. Well, catch you next week here on the Roman Shows. We welcome Juan Puerta and get ready for Titan FC 48, February 16th. Until next time, you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Thanks for listening.